This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. This is Will and MJ. Welcome uh, back. Welcome back. It's been a little bit of a break, Will. How many months? Yes. Um, I, don't, I assume we recorded around the grand final. And I was about to say Will and MJ on Triple M. That's not true anymore. This is a podcast exclusive. Yeah, I assume the intro just played. It did. <laughs> In post, no, yeah. not live, live, live like we're used to. Very casual setup. But the good news is, yeah, uh, we didn't get fired. Yes, it was convenience which was causing us issues on a Sunday to maintain a yeah a, a show every week. You'd argue we were never officially hired either. It was it was kind of a mutual agreement. <laughs> It was it was sort of a, a, a conscious uncoupling in the end. A conscious uncoupling. But uh, all we could say instead of that, that I'm just looking at the news here. It's just after six o'clock on Tuesday night. Yep. Uh, that the suppression order's been lifted. Yes. And we're allowed <laughs> we're allowed back on air. We did make a pact that we were only going to start recording again once George Pell's name once, was. Yeah. Once we could released. name George Pell. Once the case, once the dust had settled, <laughs> that's when we'd pull the trigger. And within minutes, yeah. we <laughs> we are back recording because we've both been riding that George Pell train heavily. We really should. We really laugh. wanted it's to a, name him. Should we name Lawyer X? When do we know Lawyer X? Yes. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> no, no, I mean, no. I mean, I'd leave that one. <laughs> Okay, MJ, explain where we are then. Uh, we're in my apartment, actually. We're off-site. We're out of the studio. Yep. Some things have happened since we last recorded, which were, you've left Triple M. Yes. Another conscious uncoupling. It was, it was conscious and it was uh, a friendly uncoupling. Because you have an exciting opportunity working in the footy show. Yes. The new footy show. We'll come back to that a bit later. The show I, previously known as. I don't want to get into too much detail about the footy show, but you know a lot of things. And for some reason, the footy show has so much interest in it. Even, uh, we'll get to it later. For a show that apparently no one watched or cared about. Well, it feels Jeez, like a lot, coverage. a lot of people care. Oh, Just it is astonishing. Minutes before we started recording, the lead headline, apart from Cardinal Pal, yep. is a, seek a female that has been touted to be appearing on the footy show. The Herald Sun have discovered the female. So we'll come back to that a bit later on, I think. Yep. We'll come back okay. to that later on. I'm, I'm going to have to really play the press release bat. Because imagine if your new, your new work... Then listens to this, and you've just been giving away oh, state yeah. secrets. Just absolutely giving away everything. You're giving away new segment ideas, and then the oh, the because you've got a real opposition in, in the front, front bar. That's it. For the first time since the show's existence, I think mm. the footy show is now an underdog. It is, which is interesting. It is. Well, it was underdog last year and got con- you know beaten. <laughs> it eventually got toppled. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the new footy show. We'll though, move so on because no one cares, MJ. Well, it's they do. <laughs> they obviously do. <laughs> We're going to start with the major topic, the biggest off-season story by far. Yep. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? AFLX. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, AFLX last year, it was a new frontier. We mm. didn't know what was going to happen. Come that first night. I tell you the other good thing about being out of the studio, Will, and yeah. in, at my house, is we, just mid-sentence beers. Yeah, yeah. We, can, <laughs> we can drink during the show. So MJ, yeah. So uh, which will make the end of the show a lot more enjoyable than what it normally is. <laughs> Depends how long we go. <laughs> normally, normally on a curve, we're going downwards. Yeah, exactly. We'll be on a very upward curve in, during, during these recordings. Yeah. So last year we didn't know what AFLX was going to be. Nope. This year they reinvented it. Mm. So, 
To which I said, leave the bloody game alone. <laughs> I've been an Overlex fan from you, day one. And you have been a fan from the start <laughs> for one simple reason is that you made money out of it. I did make money. The Lions also won. Mm. I backed the AFLX this year. Did you? How'd you go? I was on board uh, the Flyers. Oh, as in you were just watching it. I thought you meant you backed. I did. In financially. a financial way. How'd you go? Bad. Because I, 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 I backed the Flyers. Because you kept backing the Collingwood Cause, players. Because Jack Rewalt kicked a bloody goal. How wrong was that decision, yeah. by the way? Oh, the, I actually haven't seen a replay. I was just livid in oh, person. The best part was when Darcy and JB, who sort of didn't know the rules 100% at the start yeah. either, and by the end became quite good at it. But then they were disagreeing with rules. <laughs> yeah. the, and the umpires didn't have a full grasp on what they were. And... There were multiple times where mm. I was like, well, hang on. The umpires have this wrong. It, there, I think Rory Sloan kicked a goal from about five metres within his yeah. own forward 40. It was, it was so blatant. And they called it a super goal. Yeah. Not a super goal. That was and, and there was another sponsor. weird rule that if you kicked it to someone when you're outside and they marked it close yeah, to goals, we, I couldn't work that now out. Now, this is another thing that got my goat. I don't think it was explained mm. to the public very well because I was speaking to people at AFLX after the tournament had finished. So you went? I was there, yeah. Oh, you were Massively. <laughs> Did you pay? 20,000 went. It was a decent turn. That's, yeah, 000. and the kid, like, as every player, <laughs> if anyone was watching on TV like I was... They, yeah. The players and even Gil McLaughlin, yeah. they were all right on message. Oh, yeah. Like, so obviously on message. Like, they'd been briefed so clearly. Whoever the media department is or who the PR people for the AFL yeah. just did an outstanding job in making sure that every player made sure that during every interview they said, yeah. look, this is just for the kids. Here's one of three sentences you must yes. roll out. One, <laughs> first one was, we're having a great time. It's all a bit of fun. It's all a bit of fun. And um, this is great for the kids. It's so good playing against opposition players. <laughs> yeah. And it's all for the fun of the k- yeah. kids. And the Just mention fun, kids, kids yeah. uh, enjoyment. Yeah, and this isn't about us. This is about the kids. Yeah. And I can tell you, you can't disagree with that. Well, they effectively had a crash area set up sideline. Yeah. The, there was not a kid in that area that knew anything about AFLX. They didn't know what the launch zone was. They didn't know who the Gatorade game changers were. They had fire breathers and hula hoopers. <laughs> just distract them. It was, just an, it was a carnival by the by the sideline to just the a, point where I was like, why, why do you even play the AFLX? Why don't you just it, set this up just in the entire venue? Yeah, you've got, when you've got <laughs> half of Moomba on the sideline just partying it's on. More at least to show. Why don't you give... Pendlebury a fire stick but, and that's but, for the kids. But then life finds a way. Yeah. And did you see every every kid aged between 14 and 16 started yeah. full on markers up oh, on, yeah, at one yeah. end and that became like a, a, almost like a mosh. Its own oh, spectacle. Its own spectacle of like a rolling yeah. pack behind the goals trying to mark pink footies. <laughs> yeah. As, as there's a heading zoo. It's like three metres in one direction. I, I tell you what, um, you wouldn't want to be in the seats that were blocked by the bloody rock climbing wall. <laughs> there was some there was monster. Act, there was a rock climbing wall. Oh, yeah. It went up about three levels. Really? <laughs> An actual rock climbing wall. And, oh, what's happening there? Your Google Home's just no, gone on. No, well, that's my Alexa, actually. My Google Home's over here and they oh. maintain quiet, so... Yeah, you're obviously not getting paid by either of them. No, <laughs> yeah, right. Mentioning the opposition. Well, I got given the Alexa and it's nowhere good as the Google Home yeah. for anyone into their technology and that kind of thing. Did you notice when you came in my house, the uh, the keypad on the door? No, no, I didn't. So you, you open your door with a keypad, not a lock? Yes. Yeah. Great. It was an investment that I'm quite happy with. For those who haven't noticed, this, this 
podcast is going to be a lot different now that we don't have the constraints of professionalism. Well, I was sick of, I was sick of carrying keys, Will. Yeah. And now I thought it's 2019. Surely there's a better solution than carrying a key everywhere that I kept losing. So yeah. that solution was a keypad with a code. So the only thing protecting your house now is knowledge. Knowledge is protecting my house. Does that concern you? If the secret leaks? Uh, particularly if people know me because the code's quite yeah. easy to work out. It, well, let's say the 1990 or 2010. It involves calling. <laughs> it, it involves calling. We're not quite the premiership years. Although... You, uh, you told me, wasn't the... Yeah, I'm not sure if you can go with this. Oh, is this... I'm not sure if it's still the code. you saying that I know the code... Of to... a certain AFL venue. <laughs> of an AFL team's venue. We'll leave it there. <laughs> it happened... This is 10 let's years. Let's just call it... The Hyundai Center. I, I know, <laughs> I know for a fact, the code about over ten years ago. Yeah, and it's probably changed since. Sure, it's changed. Well, they've won a premiership since, so it might be the yeah. new premiership. But it was uh, the the four letter digit code to get into the building mm. was the four digit year of their latest premiership. Yep, nineteen ninety. Yeah, surely they've changed. Surely they've changed it. Down if it. that is still the code to the whole imagine if the Holden Center code is nineteen ninety. Imagine Should if we someone go listening to this goes and what if we what if we cause some sort what of break in? No, we wouldn't. It was a long time ago. And if the code of the Holden Center is still nineteen ninety. And I'm it's not, I'm on not them. even sure. It's on there. If, them, if like, it's still 1990, it's And I wasn't them. even sure. Someone told me that. Like, there wouldn't be a, a four digit code. That wouldn't be the only no. there'd security. Be finger, no, there'd be fingerprints now and Things like that, surely. <laughs> retina scan. There's be retina scan. They've got whole yeah. different parts of the building, so you'd have to find the right pin code for the right door. Yeah, for sure. So should we delete that part out? or just... No, 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 keep that in. I'm mm. fascinated. And like I said, it's on them if they have... So, it, but, what would you even steal from a footy club besides well, like computer screens? Well, in that theory, it'd be, it'd be easy to get into Witten Oval because mm. theirs would have been... Yeah. Theirs yeah, be St. Easy. Kilda would be a breeze. Yeah. Freo, you'd struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Frio is just zero zero zero. That's just the way it came. That's the way it came from the shop. It's just the default setting. They just pulled the red tab out. <laughs> now, Will, I was uh, browsing the internet last night. Yep. And came across a photo that one of the Herald Sun photographers put up on mm. social media, and it's a photo of um, Tom Liberatore at Bulldogs training, and he's debuted some brand new ink. Yep. On both biceps. Now, he's already had a loose off-season in the tattoo department because I believe it was just after the grand final that he unveiled. He had a fruit and nut bar on his thigh. That's right. He had a... Um, it was like a gingerbread man. Oh, yeah. t- it was a gingerbread man with like a um, Ninja Turtles mask around. So it was a ninja really? bread man. That was... It was a pun. Oh, the pun? Okay. And, but it's, it's the size of his calf. It's yeah. massive. Oh, really? Okay. So he's got the Ninja Bread Man, the Fruit yeah. Nut Bar. He had something else. I think he's got... Um... The Fruit Nut Bar, I think, was on the forearm. Yeah, you're right. It was, on the, it was on the forearm. He's got yeah. something on his thigh. He's got a lot of tats and they're all odd. They're all random. <laughs> they're all strange. Now, we once... I think you might have been there when Ed, Ed Sheeran performed at work once. Yeah. And we got up close and personal with Ed. And he had some of the worst tattoos. Yeah, very... All, Colourful like Lego man and colourful yeah. and like those tattoos that in two to three years will fade. Yeah, it's like if he was making a, a journal when he was like 15 or something and he had like yeah little cutouts of things. And, that, and that's what I'm not sure about with like people like Swanee. Yeah. Go and look at like Mark Rusciuto's tattoo from the Adelaide Premiership. Just cry on the It looks ankle. like a bruise. Yeah. Like it's all the inks oh, gone right. and so you faded. Say, 
in so, time. Yeah, and he can get that covered over and you put a new crow over the top, which I yeah. think he did last year. Yeah. But, you know, the, the Collingwood tattoos from 1990 all look like sort of just shadows of crows. Or oh, that. yeah. Well, just skin, so what, skin what's, sacks. Yeah, so what's going to happen with Swanee? Yeah. he's got so many tattoos. Swanee's in trouble. But I think when you've got so much on you, because it all age at once. Your skin just lifts to the... <laughs> Well, I think it's hope he moisturizes. I don't know. It's interesting. The, the reason I'm anti-tattoo, just because you know I don't particularly like the look of them, but I also don't back myself to make a decision at any point in my life that I'm not going to regret. There's, just a, like, there's a photo of me. Do you see the haircut I used to have? Oh, exactly. Yeah, Case and, in point. I'm yeah. looking at a, a haircut of yours that was yeah. ridiculous. It was absolutely it was ridiculous. Inspired long. by Dale's, <laughs> Dale Thomas in about 2009. <laughs> <laughs> it was inspired by a, a generic household mop. Yeah, but looking at it now, it's not a great look. No. See, back then, how did I decide to get a tattoo? Who knows Think what so kind of decision I would have made? God knows what you would have got. <laughs> so it bring... would have been like uh, Cy Gangnam style. Yeah. <laughs> what else? <laughs> the young what D- else was cool back then? Young Divas? It would have been the Young Divas. <laughs> you might have got like a Tamagotchi. <laughs> Backyard Blitz logo. <laughs> just exactly right. Yeah, so you just now, don't know. You don't know what was cool back then that may not be anymore. So. Now, Lib is an interesting character because he's gotten a tattoo. <laughs> and oh, there's a level of subtleness. <laughs> like, it depends on the part of the body. Yeah. If he had a full sleeve and this new tattoo just appeared on it you wouldn't you wouldn't really notice it an eyelid. but when there's not much else around apart from a exactly fruit nut bar, <laughs> he's got he's got normal. one fruit and nut bar yeah. and besides that it's blank canvases his yeah. two arms his two biceps mm. which will be fully exposed come footy season yes every week every single week opposition players are going to see these two tattoos yeah he has homer simpson on his right arm correct with his head down mm-hmm on a side profile, yeah. and then on the on his left bicep, mm. also on side profile, looking back at Homer Simpson, is the squeaky voice acne teen from The Simpsons as well. They're two references I know, but as we've discussed <laughs> on this show before, I used to be forced to watch the news and was never allowed to yeah. watch The Simpsons. You weren't a Simpsons. So kid. Simpsons gags and memes and jokes and yeah. everything just go completely over my head. Yeah. You know the characters and you know the gist, but you the don't gist know the, of it, but the niche references. The specific references just go completely over the yeah, top. Yeah, and my heart bleeds for you. Like, like, just, you're, you're one of those... It's a language I feel I can never speak. Really? And you'll mm. never learn. No. Because you don't have the time. I'm to... not going to start at season one. And work but, my way through. Well, it's seasons one to ten. They're the only ones you'd need to bother yeah. with. But the monorail it, episode is one I'm yeah, familiar yeah, with. Yeah. But you'd need to watch them all seven times like we all did. Obviously, me and Libba. Yeah, <laughs> for it to get in. <laughs> now, and others. Now, I've been dying for you to tell me what the hell so that... So, you, ag- you actually don't know... No, I actually genuinely... I'll play the, yeah. I'll play the scene. So the, I genuinely don't know what it means. The, uh, the uh, premise of the episode mm. is that... Jeez, oh, my memory is actually not that great, but Homer uh, devises some sort of scheme to uh, track down Greece, like different um, types of Greece from around Springfield that he will then sell. And um, and it's not a very profitable scheme. And the gist is that he goes into a Krusty Burger, the, the McDonald's equivalent yeah. of Springfield, and he is asking if he could buy their grease. And as he walks in, he sees the the character, the teenager working behind the till and he just walks up to him and he says this. 
sir. My God, you're greasy. Mr. Maruka, help! And that's it. And so he's just looking at him and his skin because he's all greasy. Yeah. And my God, you're greasy. And now Tom Libertore <laughs> has What's the... immortalized that scene on his arms. What? And you're going to see a whole lot of it if he plays 23 games this year, as they're hoping he will. What's the joke? It's funny in context. You, it's you not in context, it. though. It's on his biceps. You don't get it. It's See, comedy, MJ, is often through a shared experience. And Simpsons fans, we all saw that and audibly chortled because it's something we recognised and it's a funny episode. And but what's it got to do with him? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is Will and MJ from MJ's Lounge, Lounge room, room, drinking VBs. <laughs> now, MJ. Things are starting to loosen up a little bit nicely. This is a lot better being out of the studio. I'm enjoying it a lot more. You put VBs away like I put away uh, jelly babies. Yeah, I, I do like them. Um, you know, like one of the, do you have a snack like that where you just, if you eat one, you'll eat the packet? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm bad with Pringles. Pringles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, once I, you pop, you can't stop. Crisps are massively one. Speaking of obesity, <laughs> that takes me to your trip to the US. Yes, I just got back two weeks ago from the US. Now, part of the trip mm. was, of course, the Super Bowl. Yes, I took we took the hot breakfast over to America. Yeah, for those who don't listen to Triple M, and for uh, those who don't haven't listened to this show, MJ is the executive producer that's of the hot correct. breakfast. Correct. Hence why he was there. Yeah, <laughs> just not a fan. I wasn't anything. just. I didn't win a competition. <laughs> How was that bloke, by the way? Someone he was good. Did win a competition. He was good. Yeah, I had a, had a went out with him a few times. Yeah, he was really good, Danny. Yeah, yeah like, friends on Facebook. Good to have a beer with. Yeah, yeah. We're going to catch up in Melbourne, but that hasn't eventuated. So he might have given me the ass, I think. Yeah. After after he won the free trip to the states, yeah, he's, he's gotten all he needed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to suck up to me anymore, so he's given me the Tijuana. And you also went to New York, LA. Mm-hmm. LA um, was good. Went to I went to G'day USA. G'day and you, USA. And here's a room. Here's the kind of people that were at this. And yeah. I don't I don't mean to big note by saying this, but just to give it some context about the kind of people were, who were in this room. Yeah. That um, where this big function was, which was celebrating all things Australian. Hugh Jackman's always a staple, isn't he? Hugh Jackman wasn't there, but Vince Vaughn was there. Oh, really? Jamie Lee Curtis, Miley Cyrus was in the room. So. Liam, I get Miley's connection. Uh, Jamie presented an, an award to Helen Reddy, who was a singer from a while ago. Who she just knows. She sings uh, I Am Woman, or one of those right. power ballads. Why singing. was Vince Vaughn there? He was presenting Liam Hemsworth. With what? Uh, his award. So, so it's, they, I massively feel this is, they reverse engineer who gets the award based on who can go. Who can get who? Is that... I think I think we've who, got Liam Hemsworth. Hang on, if we get Liam, he's promised us Vince. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how they work it out. And with and with Liam, they got Vince and Miley. Yeah, so well, you obviously get Miley. Vince is a massive bonus. Yeah, so they're not going to give you know they're not going to give the other Hemsworth the, the shit Hemsworth an award. Chris, no, <laughs> no Luke, 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 Luke's the best. It's no worth the ugly one. <laughs> He was Luke Hemsworth. Yeah, he's just—he's not ugly. He's just—he's competing against the other two. He's competing against Thor and Miley Cyrus and Miley Cyrus's husband. So we're at at Gaday USA. So they were there. John Travolta was there. Paul Hogan. He's a staple. Oh, they're both staples. Yeah, Isla Fisher. I think goes every year. So so there's some ING spokeswoman. There's some big. She's obviously done um, some work with Vince Vaughn in uh, 
Correct. Uh, wedding crashes. It was a wedding crashes reunion it of sorts. <laughs> no Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I could have broken my nose and walked up there. So there's some, there's some of the names that are in this venue. Yeah. I'm sitting there uh, on one of the tables with who with some of the people who were in charge of organising it or had a bit to do with organising it. Yeah. And then I've looked up and across the room I've spotted out of nowhere. You know how sometimes you just, like there's a sea of people and I've just seen him. I'm like, Who's that? I've got, that is Nelly Yoa. Nelly Yoa. The infamous gate crasher. Yeah. Who not only gate crashes yeah, events. Speaking of crashes. Yeah. So he has, he went, gate crashed the Brownlow famously last year. Yep. By, uh, I think he ended up hiding in a toilet at some stage to hide from organisers once he was yeah, found out. there was a rumour he was banned from Crown Casino. I don't want to get dragged into some D- sort of specifics. defamation No, because he will. He will. <laughs> he seems like the bloke who would. He, he does. And, you know, and imagine he'd have media monitors over this podcast with any yeah. notification of his name. So he t- turns up to places uninvited. Yep. He, turn, he submits himself up and puts himself up for interviews uninvited. Yep. Um, and he's turned up to G'day USA completely uninvited. I imagine it's a pretty invitation-heavy event. So you don't just oh, it is. You can't just walk in. There's security everywhere. So I have no idea how he talked his way in. He's got so a, for all you know he, for all he, his knockers. He must be very good at. He's that. got a very large Instagram following. Yeah. So I think I he might. Cost. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how many follow back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I don't know how he gets in. So I, I, at the after party, which was just outside the venue, I've decided I've got to go talk to him, and just. Just to find out what the hell he was doing. Were you and, tempted to record anything? Uh, I was kind of, but then I didn't want to give him any publicity like I'm doing now. Yeah, exactly. So I, <laughs> we're giving him ten minutes. Of- yeah, I know, but he, uh, yeah, he was amazing. He was incredible in terms of he. I don't. I think he believes the untruths. Yeah, he's just complete. Right. He's convinced in his own sort of Trumpish. Yeah. Because I, like I walked up to him and he was talking to an American guy who obviously didn't know who he was. Yeah. And he was telling this guy he was a famous sports person from Australia. Because he almost got signed by Chelsea, according to his... According to him. And playing with Collingwood. And, and when I walked up and I went and had a chat to him yeah. uh, for probably 30 seconds to or probably a couple of minutes, then I've walked off and I can hear this American guy go to him, oh, so you are famous in Australia. So I was just... Uh, you me, fed it. I you fed the fueled light. the flame. And so I've gone, oh, what have I done? Okay, MJ, it is time for... Will and MJ's Serious News. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious News. Uh, I've got a good one to start off yep. the year uh, in Serious News. And this is about... This is just about perfect in terms of what Serious News is about, what we think it's about. And it takes yep. place in the... The ground zero of serious news, which is Florida. Yes. All, most good serious news comes out of Florida. Was that you telling me about how they have some sort of publishing law there? I'm pretty sure because it's like a, a very well-known established thing that all the crazy news comes from Florida. Uh, yeah, alligators and... But I, I'm not... I'm not I, feel like, I think it is a reflection of the place, but they also have some sort of journalism law where they're allowed to go nuts. Just like, write everything. Meth head does something weird, you're allowed to just run with it. So George Pell would have been named months ago. Oh, Pell. Pell, Pell, Pell. Pell's huge news over there. They've been covering Pell since 2014. Now, if there is another suppression order comes in, (laughs) can someone remind us to take this podcast? Surely not. we've started it, now we're going to end with it. Because we'll be the ones, we'll be made example of. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because we're easy, (laughs) small targets. They, They can't jail Darren Inch again. <laughs> um, no, so, he'll find something else. So this happened in Florida. Yep. 
A Florida police officer has been suspended for allegedly mm. playing Barry White while letting an arrested couple smoke and make out in the back of his patrol car. What? Oh, do you want me to repeat it? Or did you, has it what, sunk in why yet? Why would he do that? He's been suspended for allegedly playing Barry White while letting an arrested couple smoke and make out in the back of his patrol car. I thought you were saying what as to why he was suspended but, for doing that. That seems like something. Oh, Hound, so he'd arrested the couple. He'd arrested the couple, and then at some stage they... Oh, right. Like, well, let's delve in a bit further. Oh, no, hang on. So he saw them making out hang, oh, in hang, the back. Wait, hang on. According to an internal affairs report released on Friday, so this is very recent news, yeah. Fort Myers police officer Doug McNeil placed the couple in the back of his patrol car after they'd been charged with shoplifting in July. Mm. Right, so he's put them in the car. It's like, that sentence is written weirdly. It's like shoplifting in July is why they got arrested. Like I Shop, said, it's shoplifting Florida, in any month. Florida journalism, mate. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's a cesspool. It should, they, they should have been, they've been charged in July with shoplifting. It doesn't matter what months they're, anyway. Oh, right. anyway. We're not here to, <laughs> author- <laughs> we're not the editor of the Florida Times. <laughs> <laughs> Authority said 23 year old Zachary Molendick. The aptly named. Again, funny name. And 24-year-old Krista Lee, no last name. Sounds like a porn star. <laughs> this sounds... Zachary Molendick and Krista Lee, they're porn stars. I've actually seen... Some... Zachary Dick and Krista Lee? I've seen some of Krista Lee's work, actually. Get it on in the cop car. <laughs> Are you sure they haven't just watched a porno? I, mean, I don't know if this is a real report. <laughs> so, and they were, they were not placed in seatbelts. And Molendick was not in handcuffs and had a lighter and a cigarette. So presumably Krista was in handcuffs. So, Mol- so Molendick, yeah. So Zachary Molendick, he was just thrown in the back. Yeah, and he was allowed to keep his lighter, his handcuffs. Yeah. The alleged incident was captured on video. Well, we're not sure what the incident is yet. Florida Today reports the video shows the couple making out. All right, so they've been thrown into the back of the car. Yep. They've with a cigarette and. With a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> and neither of them handcuffed. So he's not really, hasn't but done some vigilant police work. Like, if you're going to arrest someone, handcuff them. Yeah, it's like he's just chucked them in chucked the back. Him. He hasn't cared. Like, like the kids after you've gone grocery shopping and they're playing up. Just <laughs> yeah. like, get in there. Get in there. So he's just chucked them in. Krista and Zach. The alleged incident captured on video. Uh, authorities say the officer played can't get enough of your love and agreed to let them smoke. <laughs> After seeing them make out, or I, well, the time frames aren't in this article. We need yeah. we need to get Doug McNeil on the line <laughs> and find out exactly what happened. The article ends too soon because the agency says, which is the police agency, says McNeil has been suspended for twenty days without pay. Worth it, yeah. Twenty days. That's a Funny holiday. Story. Yeah, it's probably it's, the hero yeah. of the police. Board. It's unclear if he had an attorney. To comment on the charges. That's a disappointing end to the article. Mm. He does, hasn't even represented himself. But it raises a lot more questions than it does answers, I think. Um, so maybe we should try and speak to one of these really? people in the car. I imagine Doug isn't that interested. Well, <laughs> no, well Zachary Molendick, he's very easily Googleable. <laughs> and Crystal I mean. Crystal not so much. She's not. A, she's a bit harder to find. Not running with a bit harder to find. Uh, We promised at the start of the episode we'd talk... Footy show. Yeah. By the way, you have a wonderful view of the MCG here. Thank you. I'm sure you've heard it a lot. It's uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. But uh, what the people really want to know, yep. it, and because you're in a position now to tell us, which you haven't been previously, and the fact that you've left Triple M to go and work 
for the new footy show. Yes. And for reasons that neither of us can explain properly, there seems to be an amazing amount of interest into what the cast of this footy show is going to be. Oh, the footy show could announce that they've dropped the the on the footy show. Yeah. And I reckon you'd get front and back page. It's of the Herald Sun. It, like it's the le- every Do you time that's a fair. Every time there's a story about it, it's yeah. front and center on the Herald Sun. Which may, the only reason it's there is because people click on it. People must click. They just love to know what's happening with it. It's oh, never before have I seen someone something people just love to hate so much. So I imagine you'll be able to start. You you like there's not many people listening to this, so you can maybe give us a few exclusives. The Herald Sun might start listening to our podcast. Oh, hang on, and say, hang on a minute, this is where all the good information's coming from. Because Eddie's not saying anything at all. Yeah, no, Eddie's, um, Eddie's cards are close to his chest. No one from Entire Channel Nine's confirming. No one's confirming anything. It was there was an article in the Herald Sun on Sunday yeah. or maybe Saturday saying that Limo was confirmed, saying that Brendan Favola was confirmed, and saying that Dylan Alcott was confirmed. None of which have actually been confirmed, but the Herald's no strongly believe. So are there any confirmations among that lot? I, I prefer not to comment. All right. Well, can I throw a few <laughs> can I throw a few few other names I'm at a, you? I'm not even in the meetings. I'm not <laughs> I don't know. Well show you, what about there's some other names that have been thrown around. Yeah. Um Jonathan Brown. He's not on the show. Jason Ackermanis. He's he's not. Shane Crawford. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh my God, there's a, there's a maybe for Shane. Get, Are you actually Mick Malloy? That would be a plot. Imagine if you just if they just went and got Andy Marr, Mick Malloy, oh, yeah. and, and Sam Payne in the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you'd leave Marr in the wilderness. Yeah. Well, so, so oh, what's going on here, guys? That <laughs> would, that, why hasn't anyone thought of that? that? How funny would that be? Yeah. So we'll give you three million each. To come and host the footy show. <laughs> that was just be, as a gag. Just as a joke. And, and but you, they actually do it. And we'll just we'll just make it the front bar. Just make but, it yeah, just make it the front it's bar. It's just but, your show. But it's called but, the footy show. Yeah. And like you use the same set and everything. Like it's just the exact same thing. Pretend nothing happened. Yeah. Carlton drafts there. And then you've got Andy Marr over on the actual front bar <laughs> by, by himself. <laughs> Why hasn't anyone thought of this? How is this the first time this has been brought up? <laughs> this is a great idea. How many productions meetings uh, have you had without this exactly. coming up? Is it too anyway. late for that? Surely. <laughs> Surely. Imagine if Channel 7 had forgot to sign them. It's worth a question. <laughs> the loophole. It could be a loophole. It could be a contract loophole. I reckon it's worth it. Go kind of head loophole. to work tomorrow. and just Because yeah. no one would have thought of this. Hey, I know we're still looking for talent. For the show. Has anyone checked? Has anyone asked Sam Payne? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the hottest girl at school. We assume he's Yeah, you, sh- you assume she's going to the prom. <laughs> Has anyone actually asked The her? prom. <laughs> <laughs> Who calls it the prom? <laughs> prom. Anyway, oh, this has been Will and MJ. <laughs> That, H- Humphrey B. Bear's not involved. I Humphrey's think. not uh, Humphrey's not involved. Uh, who's a Channel 9 stable thing? <laughs> Lawyer X. Lawyer X is on. <laughs> she's, she's got a segment. I'm <laughs> looking forward to that. George Pell name that he, now that he can now be Pell, named. We've put a line through Pell. <laughs> Which is the, the public aren't a massive fan. Uh, Carl Stefanovic's free. He's, um, oh, he, oh, he'd be good. Just knows nothing about footy. No, and not, I knew, not a problem. <laughs> 
Anyway, we'll catch you next time. We'll now we do a weekly thing on Tuesday. I hope so. And we'll be <laughs> actually asking me yeah. on air, on so air. To speak. So we'll do this Tuesday. It's more fun. Sure. Better than in the studio. <laughs> yeah, may as well pop in and grab and a couple we need of more. And since you're working on the footy show, yeah. I think the people, obviously there's so much interest in it. I'll have goss. You'll have heaps of goss that we Eventually, can drop. yeah. Maybe we could do one backstage at the footy show one night. That'd be fun. Like we get people as they come off. Well, you know Eddie, so... Yeah, you know, weirder things you'll, have happened. You'll probably make this pull the string. I'll say, Eddie, i got this idea. We're backstage footy, because everyone only cares about the footy show. Like, if we it's, put this podcast up as footy show rumours confirmed, <laughs> <laughs> people... Can we do that? <laughs> yeah. And just, I love that in retrospect, people have obviously clicked on it as to say, footy show rumours. Yeah, confirmed. yeah, confirmed. They've had to scroll through all this shit about America <laughs> and Uber drivers. <laughs> They've finally got to a Where point. are these footage <laughs> shows? And it was just an idea to get Mick Malloy and Sam Bancroft. <laughs> All I've told you is that Jason Ackermanis is not on the show. He's not on the show. And Jonathan confirmed. Bro- confirmed. <laughs> there we go. We only need one confirmation. Anyway, we'll catch you next week. And that Lawyer X is.